So I want to talk about diversity and inclusion because I think it's super important um, to to think about this. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, a lot of people might not consider that I would find that um, you know relevant or whatnot just simply by by looking at me, but um, it's something that's really, really important to me, and it's always been important in my life for a lot of different reasons, um, you know, personal reasons, you have family members that, um, you know, faced some really tricky things growing up, uh, my whole family has faced some really tricky things um, relative to that, um, I also grew up in a, in a location that, um, you know that that it, 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 it was very challenging to sort of quote unquote move up, move up in this world. Um, and then you know I've, I've sort of looked at the the research, you know, both in my undergrad and graduate studies of thinking about diversity and inclusion. Um, you know, and the importance of equality, um, not necessarily. I'm sorry, not not equality. Everybody is not necessarily the same. I wouldn't. I don't like that sort of topic. But um, you know, thinking about um, equity, right? Like making sure that everybody has um, pretty fair footing, I guess. And and I kind of want to talk about this today because I think it's super important in terms of strategic decisions and the challenges that you face with strategic decisions. Um, so if you don't know me, I'm Professor Dave Masak. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that helped me out that I wanted to pay the favor for it to help you out. So, so be, by default, um, anybody that sort of pursues diversity and inclusion, um, as part of their strategy has to pay an additional cost. That's really, um, you know, you might be able to sort of figure out, um, you know, ways to get around some of these things, but it's really an important consideration that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an additional constraint, not a cost, right? And that's not what I'm saying. And, and hopefully nobody sort of reinterprets what I'm trying to say, because I know it's challenging, um, but, you know, it's, it's an extra constraint, but this constraint often is very good in the long run. In fact, it's probably much better than not considering it um, in the long run, but in the, the short run, it always adds extra challenges, difficulties, um, you know, costs, and, and all sorts of things. And um, you need to make a strategic decision uh, when you do diversity and inclusion. And in the sense that you need to prioritize it if you're going to pursue it. Um, there is, by default, the structure of much of, of society, and I'm not talking about the sort of systemic, you know, issues and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, what I'm talking about is that there are underlying things that sort of patterns, um, routines, patterns, whatever you want to call it, that, that underlie how much human behavior does and in order to make progress to you know remove some of the barriers for some people you have to actually sort of consider it and considering it is um, sometimes a challenge when there are um, larger forces uh, that that are not considering it and so you have to be very um, thoughtful and really think 
what it actually means for you and what it means for, um, you know, your organization in terms of, you know, what's going to happen. So, you know, benefits are like tremendous benefits, right, from diversity in terms of, you know, more thoughtfulness, more ideas, more creativity. Um, you know, productivity, I don't know. I think there probably could be some benefits there. But you know, also, you know, here's here's the here's the benefit that I think most people sort of forget about, right? Like, there's all those kind of things. Um, but the benefit is that sort of opportunity costs that nobody really considers, right? If people feel uncomfortable, if there is nobody that is setting the tone, if there is no um, nobody there that you feel comfortable with. Then, um, then, then it's hard to be attractive to people that would say, "Hey, you know what? That place is amazing. Um, I want to go there." And um, you need to think about that opportunity. That opportunity cost is very real because you're missing out on a tremendous number of opportunities of people just not feeling comfortable, and they're never going to tell you. It's not not obvious. Um, and life will sort of just continue on without making those those important decisions and, and everything will seem normal in the short term. But what you're missing out is the larger opportunities. And that's where I think some profitability um, or sort of some, some performance improvements can come from. It's just people feeling uncomfortable um, to not only talk to other people that are currently, you know, other people that are currently within the organization and in feeling like just comfortable, but also the people that you want to attract. And that attracting attracting component is is hard to study. Um, it's hard to tap into, but it's very real. Um, when people feel comfortable, um, no matter who they are and what they're about, they need to feel people need to feel comfortable at the end of the day. They need to feel really comfortable and you'd be surprised and how challenging that is um, from very subtle things. You know, it's, it's, it's challenging for um, some people to, to, you know, go up to men or go up to females or go up to, um, you know, people of, of certain, you know, um, descents and stuff like that because they just, you know, it's, it's, it's an uncomfortable position and you have to be very aware of that, that that is what people are thinking about um, and you have to make them feel comfortable to be, um, to, to, to have that sort of progress and what you're looking for and productivity improvements, um, both within the organization and, you know, attracting people, new people that you find interesting to come to the organization. That is going to be the biggest thing you're going to miss out on, um, is that opportunity cost and because people just don't feel comfortable and um, you have to be really aware of that. And I think we need to have more co uh, conversations about it in terms of what it means for people to feel comfortable. Because that's ultimately what we're, we're trying to do, right? With diversity and inclusion is just make people feel comfortable and part of something where they feel represented, they feel empowered, um, you know, they feel like, like, like they actually count. Um, and we need to start having that conversation a little bit more and, and realizing that those are important things to pursue. And as a consequence, because they're important to pursue, you often have to think about um, challenges and costs and all those kind of things in the short term 
for the long-term benefit that you're going to get from it. Because um, there always is long-term benefit from from thinking about diversity and inclusion in as many ways as you possibly can. So with that, um, if you like this podcast, leave me a comment. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.